Hey everyone, um, before you start this podcast, obviously you can probably hear the recording quality. It's a bit lower than usual. That is because I'm at home. You know why? Because I'm on radio break. We have little survey breaks and I couldn't be fucked to go into the studio today. Okay. So Lem, myself and Oscar all decided just to do a Zoom call instead because we couldn't be fucked. So that's why that's happening. And also just a little trigger warning. Um, we do speak about abortion, sexual assault, incest and rape. Very briefly, those last two in this podcast. So if those topics are triggering for you, then please skip this one and there will be some resources in the show notes. A listener production. Here at Listener, we acknowledge the traditional owners and custodians of the land on which this podcast is being recorded today, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We also pay our respects to their elders, past and present. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. It's a lot, isn't it? everyone. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, I mean, a bit's happened in the past week. I feel like there's a lot to talk about in terms of Roe v. Wade, obviously, but life update before uh, we do it because I feel like, you know, we need some shade and light, everyone. And I think you all, everyone listening is going to know exactly what I'm going to say about Roe v. Wade. But I mean, there's no, you know, no harm in, in going over it again. But in terms of life update, because I haven't had one since before the Logies, I went to the Logies. It was like pretty fun. Everyone told me it'd be really boring, but actually it was like genuinely really fun. Like everyone's like, it's the most boring thing in the world. Don't worry about it. And I had a really good time. I know because it's like, I'm not jaded yet or what, but I had a great time. You know, the only issue was... So obviously my dress was amazing by Con Elio, like genuinely fucked up, but I did cry before I left my hotel room. I didn't want to go. I actually almost didn't go. And it wasn't because of the dress before fucking Daily Mail tried to make <laughs> some bullshit. I saw that, yeah. Yeah, like some like, it was just because I really didn't, I, I, I really, here's the thing. In my everyday life, I really don't dress the way I think everyone thinks that I do. And I was just really nervous about being dressed in this like rhinestoned gown and feathered cape. And it was so good. And and, like I was on every best dress list, like vibes. But like that's, you know, a testament to to con, not really to me because it's not really my, my kind of, it was out of my comfort zone. It was beautiful. And I'm glad that con pushed me out of my comfort zone, but I was crying. Like I almost didn't go. We finished my hair and makeup. And then my makeup artist, Helen, who was like my second mum, she, I started crying and I was like, I don't want to go. I really don't want to go. I feel like mutton dressed as lamb. <laughs> I, I was like, I just feel like I shouldn't be in this dress. Like I, like, like it's very much like I know, it, and it, because the dress was so nice, it wasn't like I sh- before anyone gets this fucking misconstrued. It was because I was like, it just is so like like it was very much Kardashian vibes. It was so hot, but I'm like I would normally wear to like I don't know if I was going to a black tie, then I'd probably just get like a black silk dress or something and like some fucking Novo heels, babe. Like and I was just like a bit because like I, everyone I think forgets that I get dressed for all TV appearances that I do, so I don't really have any like 
I've kind of like lost my sense of style over the past few years because I just get pushed into things and I go, okay, I'll wear it, whatever. Like, whatever. So but wait, this they a- tell you to wear things in the stuff that you On you TV, record? yeah, like for, uh, what was it called? After Party, fuck. <laughs> that show that I hosted. Um, <laughs> for After Party, they like, yeah, I mean, for everything. Like for masking, it'll be the same. And it isn't that they force you, but it's like, I just simply don't care. Like I just, I just am like, yeah, I mean, if I really hate something, I will say I hate that. But like, I, 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 you know, you're given 10 options. I'm winning seven chosen. So I'm like, I wouldn't buy that, but whatever. So the, I just think I had like a bit of an overwhelming moment of like, I just panicked. I was like, oh my God, it's so extra. And like, also I was like, everyone always calls me attention seeking. And now I'm rocking up oh, no. to the red carpet with a feather cape that's four meters long. I know. I just, I was just like, oh my God. Everyone always calls me attention seeking. And then I don't know. I'd never been to one before. What extra, was up with the underwear? Sorry, I just really wanted to know what happened with the underwear. I just forgot undies because I was in there for two nights. So I just packed like one tracksuit and like a toothbrush, toothpaste, moisturizer, and like a random cleanser. And then I just forgot undies and I had to go down to Coles <laughs> to get undies the morning of the Logies. But you know, yeah, so I, I had a cry before I left and then I had another little, I don't know, I just still feel very, because I haven't been to any of these events for three years, like the entire time my career, I've had my career, I haven't been to any of these things and I've only, like, I only really know, like, I think everyone else there knows each other, right, because they've all been in the industry forever and I have been in the industry for three years but I am very, like, still very fresh to seeing people in real life. So the only people that I know, they're really are like Dr. Chris and, like, Julia, who's around for a fucking gold Logie, so I can't go and talk to her, can I? She's busy. And then, like, my table, which is the Masked Singer judges and Osher and, and, and the EPs and stuff. And then the people that I knew, like, from nine, I mean, they're on a different table because they're on channel nine. So I was just like very anxious about that and not knowing anyone. And then I feel like I was annoying Dr. Chris because I was like, like, I just, I don't know. He's just like one of the only people I actually enjoy talking to in like when we're at like weird things like that. I don't know. I just really like speaking to him. So I was like, fuck, I'm annoying him. And then I got to the end of the red carpet and realised I had no fucking photos of my fucking self and I always had to ask everyone, um, when the fuck did the Logies become the formal where everyone has a fucking photographer in their hotel room? Like, first of all, why did no one tell me? Like, why did no one go, by the way, every other cunt has <laughs> a fucking photographer with them? Like, are you fucking kidding? I was like... So like I got to the end of that carpet, I like was there for an hour and a half, whatever. I'd seen everyone that I wanted to see, you know. Rowan was there in his Abbey for Gold Logie top, and I was like, oh fuck, I haven't uploaded anything in myself. And then I was like looking at my camera and my phone. All I have is a selfie with my fucking friend Rowdy that he airdropped me, and like a, a fucking screenshot of me and Mel B, Mel B jumping on my fucking back, like Spice Girl on my back. That was so awesome. I have to say, I saw that photo. I'm Love like. Her. Yes, that's what I She's a queen. To She's a queen. I yeah. love her. Can't wait to work with her. But um, yeah. Then I had like a, I had a little cry, and I think it was like was my anxiety was already brewing. My anxiety decided to attach attach itself to you haven't gotten a photo, therefore everything's wrong. You know what I mean? Like you know when you're anxious and you and you're like trying to find it, and then you then you become like obsessed with that one thing. Yeah. And I'm like I don't have you any fixate. photos. And then yeah. the lighting. Now I was like, back on the red carpet, I'll get a photo. Uh, the lighting was. <laughs> Fucked. I was like, sorry, isn't this like Oscar was there? Our digital, our digital icon. Oscar, take yourself a fucking mute. 
<laughs> okay, how bad was the lighting? No, I think it's because the air, the like the area where all the photographers are. That's where it's good because they've got the flashes, and then you've got all the morning TV area, and they're good because they've got their own lighting. And then you come around to the radio area or the podcast area, which is where I was, where you were hanging around with Mel B most of the time, and that's where it was. Yeah, yeah we we don't get good coverage there. It's not great. It was. It was so tragic. Like, and then even on like the media wall shit lighting, I made these two um, people come out and me take photos of me. I was like, it's shit. And the only good lighting was in front of the fucking car park. And I was like, I'm not having my logo. Everyone else for some reason has got like seven, like fully like airbrushed pics in like fucking 15 minutes. I'm like, what the fuck? It's 6.45. Like, how have you cunts? Are you fucking serious? So then I just had a little, um, a little cry in the parents' room with my fucking EP. Like, am I joking? How embarrassing. And then I finally got a photo and I uploaded it and I was happy. Um, thank you, Mamma Mia, because I DM Mamma Mia being like, you guys have a pic of me, can you please? Because Also because everyone was texting me being like, you look so good. And I hadn't uploaded anything yet because I've been so busy because I've been crying before I left and I was crying when I got there. Um, it was just fucked. But you know what? I looked hot. The dress was amazing. I probably didn't didn't have a need to cry, but it was just a bit overwhelming. My first Logies, I don't really know anyone. And then, you know, the Married at First Sight people were in the other room. They're locked in another room. But, yeah, Logies was fun. Um, what else has happened? Um, oh, yeah, I finally rooted someone, um, which Woo! is nice. Good for me. Sorry. I had I to mean, celebrate. It was nice. That's all I'm going to say. Anyway, moving on. I'm not going to give any more detail than that because I'm panicked about what I'm going to say. <laughs> and then I'll forget that I said it with my ADHD brain. Oh, also, all of you keep asking for an update on medication for ADHD. Guys, I haven't gotten medicated yet. Do you know how fucking hard it is? Everyone's like, update. I'm like, cunts, I haven't gotten medicated yet. Like, <laughs> I've been trying. I've been trying. I had to get a fucking, this is so cool. I had to get all my tests done. This is before Logies, like three weeks ago. Got them all done, got them all back. Everything's all good. And then my PA, like the doctor said they'd email to me. They didn't, whatever. You know, they'd be busy saving lives. But then my PA called and was like, can we get them re-emailed? And they said, no, in order to get them re-emailed, you're going to have to make another appointment and come into the doctor's studio. Studio? The doctor's office. <laughs> the doctor's <laughs> studio, their podcast. Um, it's the doctor's office. And I was like, are you guys... I've had to make like six appointments to get this medication. Do you know how hard it is wow, to keep fucked. an appointment with ADHD and how busy I am? Like it's been so hard. Wow. Can you please just send me? So I called them and I had like a little tear in the phone. I was like, please just send me my results. I saw them. They were all good. So now I'm waiting for the psychiatrist to call me to give me my script. That's the vibe ATM. Okay, now on to Roe v. Wade because I know this is kind of what we've all wanted to talk about. But here's the thing. I've spoken about this stuff like forever. I had an abortion when I was 23. I also think that isn't it like one in four people with uteruses have had abortions. Like it's like, it's very high. I mean, I think we all know what I'm going to say, but I think maybe sometimes it just helps. It's cathartic hearing, hearing people say how you feel. One thing people have DM me a lot about, which I think a very easy argument, but you know, not to be patronising, but, like, it's pretty easy, the explanation. People are like, how do I combat someone that's saying, you know, it's my body, my choice for abortions, but not for the COVID vax. Like, oh. abortions, yeah, abortions aren't <laughs> contagious. <laughs> so that's kind of the end of that. Yeah, like, if you don't get vaccinated, 
like if if only like 10% of us had gotten vaccinated, then we probably would have had a lot more deaths. So people would have like died if everyone didn't get vaccinated. Um, the abortion thing is like, well, it doesn't really bother anyone else if I do or don't get an abortion, you know. In fact, if I don't want a child and I don't have an abortion, it would bother the baby. You know, it'll be a bit annoyed at me. It'll be like, babe, get a grip. So I feel like it's basically just not contagious. And if people can't understand that, well, anti-vaxxers will willfully not understand that, such as Mia Plechic. Did you see this, Len? No. Plechic? I don't know. I think it's a Serbian name. I don't know. Um, it's So I don't, I don't know where the ch is, but... I don't even know who this person is. I don't know how she has risen to prominence. But she owns that slick hair company um, and she made a bizarre post. But actually before that, let's explain what happened because I think people are confused at what actually happened because being in Australia, obviously, there isn't much understanding of the American system. And I understand it maybe like 40%. I'm not going to say I'm an expert, but I do understand how this happened and why this happened. And the how is Trump. Okay, everyone back in fucking 2016 who said I was being dramatic, all my friends, oh, you're being so dramatic. And then back in 2020, when I was going on my Instagram stories, ranting about Trump, everyone's saying, this won't affect anything. The president doesn't affect anything. Oh, interesting, isn't it? So here's what's <laughs> fucking happened. The Supreme Court are these bitches in the US. I mean, you know what? Only fucking four, five of them are bitches, okay? There are a few of these cunts in the US. And for some reason, there are nine people who run the fucking, all the laws, what can't? And they decide, like, what is aligning with the Constitution, this silly little old document from fucking 250 years ago, and suddenly they have, oh, well, I think it means this. They interpret something that's written with a fucking feather and they're like, oh, let's keep this up. They didn't mention women. Black people were still slaves back then. They wouldn't even mention, I don't think, oh, that's, oh they were because it was three-fourths of a person or something, three-fifths, something fucked, something racist. It was very racist, very misogynistic, and they're saying, they're saying they voted, these bitches voted, they fucking voted because they were like, oh, actually, the Constitution doesn't mention abortion. Cunts. Are you fucking kidding? Of course it doesn't mention abortion. It was in the fucking 18th century, bitch. Are you fucking kidding? And the role that Trump played into oh, sorry, this is that this. right before he fucking left, he made it a majority conservative, yeah. whatever the fuck it, like so what you naughty, just said. Yeah, so the naughty president fucking nominates cunts and then puts them in the Supreme <laughs> Court. And of course he put the fucking conservatives in there. Brett Kavanaugh, the one who was accused of rape, was just plopped in there. Okay. So Trump put in a conservative, um, naughty little Supreme Court. They're extremely naughty because they overturned Roe v. Wade. Now, Roe v. Wade was a legal precedent from 1973 that reserved the right to abortions, protected the human right to abortions constitutionally in the US. Now, this silly little Supreme Court has decided no thanks. We actually disagree with it because I think the, the the reason behind it, why it was able to be made a precedent was because of the right to privacy and they say that that's flimsy oh. now. But also, right. yeah, and that's, I think that's what it also was. another one of the reasons why they're saying that now gay marriage is under threat, interracial yeah. marriage, birth mm. control and I think... 
even climate action as well. Is, yeah, it, it, really. Yeah, yeah. Oh. because basically, what what I don't think, like having read all of this, I actually don't think it's about women. I don't think it's about abortion specifically. I just think it's a political move to say, like, hey, the far right is here and yeah. fuck you all. Like, it's literally, that's what's so disgusting about it is that it's a fucking political move at the expense of women who are going to die, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I can even tell you about abortions that I've been part of that were illegal in Jordan and how much those women suffered. One of my friends had to, fainted because she was lo- losing so much blood before they actually came and, and dragged her in. And the other one, they refused to perform the surgery unless we gave them $2,000 on the spot, just like as a, as a little like, the thank doctors. you. Yes, that's what I'm saying. When this stuff isn't regulated, when this stuff is not legal, when, this, when women aren't protected, fucking shit happens. And I saw it in front of me. Wow. And, you know, like, I don't think Australia is, is going to, you know, respond to this wave in any way, negatively at least. Yeah. But this shit is real. And this shit, like, hits hard. And women really need to be protected in these situations. Because when you're about to abort, other than thinking about, what you're going through. Obviously, I've never been through it, so I don't know exactly mm. what's happening. But physically, your body goes through things. And if it's not monitored well, and if it's you don't have the right access, like this, I had two friends that I went to with for abortions in Jordan. Mm. One of them had to order her pill, like the, the abortion at home pill, from the US and had to sneak it in another person's luggage and did it unmonitored until again she bled she bled so much that she had to go to hospital. Like wow. it's fucked. This shit is fucked. So they fucked can't up. just Yeah, any sorry. I had to <laughs> get no, that out there going. like cuz people people will 100% die because of this because of this yeah. ruling. Yeah. Um because it, like in ways that people to have abortions it doesn't stop abortions. People have unsafe then yes. illegal abortions or yeah. backyard abortions yeah. and then we'll do anything. Like I've seen people on TikTok commenting and making videos about all these different natural ways you could have an abortion. I mean, if it, I mean, if it works for one person, that doesn't mean it's going to work for everyone. It's very concerning. People mixing and people mixing yeah. medications, people mixing natural things like certain seeds and herbs and stuff. And it's kind of like, surely if something's going to, induce abortion it has the potential to really harm you if you do a bit too much or a wrong combination or if you aren't a professional if you aren't you know if you don't do this very regularly like I'm sure that really concerns me that people then have people in America now have to go to that extreme and get information off TikTok and um, oh my God. without without seeking it out because I guess if you seek it out or Google it right that's breaking the law so you'd have to just on your for you page is kind of the only place People can get this information organically and then they're going to do these things that for them are necessary. Like if you need an abortion, you need an abortion. But they're being pushed to these extremes of having to do at-home remedies for abortions. Like it isn't a fucking like blocked nose, babe. Like it isn't a steam bath. Like it's a pretty fucking serious thing. Like you're you're endangering people who need to have abortions and will do it however they can. I've, I've seen so many arguments, like so many conservatives and just people who hate women basically um, speak <laughs> about how there's so many different arguments. But one of the main ones is just wear a condom. Just, just wear what? a condom. Okay, let's just go through a few things. First and foremost, usually penis havers 
other ones that don't want to wear fucking condoms. First and fucking foremost, bitch. Second of all, condoms break. They fucking break. Okay, if they break, you need to get a plan B, but they also might outlaw plan B soon, so I'm not really sure what the else you want to fucking do. Also, this law isn't just about accidental pregnancy or pregnancy out of wedlock. If you are married, you have done everything right by God, and you are married, let's say you were a virgin until you got married and you followed all the extreme right-wing conservative playbook, you then got pregnant after a year of marriage, you have your first kid, you get pregnant and it is not a viable pregnancy. You cannot have an abortion to get rid of that fetus. So even if you do everything right by God and by your religious right and by your conservative values – you still could die from this law. It is outlawing in some states any kind of abortion, including medically necessary. I saw a video of American lawmakers arguing about whether or not ectopic pregnancies, which is like in the fallopian tubes when when it gets, uh, what's it called? Ectopic pregnancy. Yeah, but when it gets... um, When it's fertilized and it's in the fallopian tubes. And this fucking fuck was saying right but it's still it's still a life woman was like um no but the baby will die and the mother may die as well so the baby it's not viable outside of flow pinch it, it's not possible but it's still a life but it's but it's not a life because in theory what they're arguing is this little tiny clump of cells in a fallopian tube which cannot survive under any circumstances is more important than the person who's carrying its life. But also what sort of life do you want this fetus to have if it's unplanned? Like do we need more unwanted children into this world? Like what the fuck are we supposed to do with all the kids that are going to come out? And we know how much kids cost in terms of keeping them safe and under shelter and secure and for the generations to come. All of these unwanted kids, what do you do with them? Like, Exactly. And I've seen so many conservatives on in America saying like, there are so many families who want babies. Like maybe she your kid for adoption. The adoption system is fucked and privatized adoption in the US is even more fucked. People literally are just paying for babies. So you want a woman, you want someone who's gotten pregnant to just basically be like an incubator until you get your baby that you want, (laughs) simply because you want a baby. And that woman has to put herself through danger. Like, Like childbirth isn't easy, I presume. Like it doesn't look very easy. Pregnancy, when I was pregnant for six weeks, I was vomiting every I would literally look at a glass of water and vomit. I was vomiting constantly. I found out I was pregnant because of that, not because I missed a period. It was because I was vomiting so much. So I'm like, oh, I'll do a test. Lol. Like, it is not a fun time. People die during pregnancy and during childbirth more regularly than you think. And to say someone should just carry a baby to term because you want to maybe have the potential to have that baby is fucking twisted. It's twisted, and particularly with America's healthcare. With their system, how is anybody supposed to have a safe pregnancy if they don't have the money to take care of a child after its birth? If you're scared about 
not having enough money to take care of a kid after it's born. How are you meant to afford the health care, the nine months of extreme health care up to that baby's birth? Also, I'm sick of, well, I'm sick of, I appreciate all the arguments they're like, what about rape and incest? That also isn't going to be valid for an abortion, which is disgusting. You know, um, if a 10-year-old gets fucking pregnant, like they, they're going to have their baby. What the actual fuck? What the actual fuck? By incest and rape. But I, I pre- these arguments are so valid and this is so disgusting. But also abortion should just be treated like any other health care. Sh- we shouldn't have to have these extreme arguments and – they're valid and they are realistic, but saying that, oh, but what about rape and incest? What about just like having a choice whether you have a baby or fucking not? Because it isn't a one day thing. It isn't like, oh, wake up the next morning, I have a baby. Fuck. It's a nine month thing and it's a dangerous thing to be pregnant and it's an exhausting thing. And adoption isn't without trauma either, giving your child up for adoption after you've, after you've made a child. So how about we just have the reason I didn't want a kid is because I didn't want a fucking kid. That can be enough. That can be fucking enough. I'm just annoyed as well at all, like I was saying before, at all these fucking anti-vaxxers now. Also, yeah, me being like, interesting that now you're my body, my choice. No, guys, I literally did a whole IGTV series on my body, my choice during the lockdown last year with doctors explaining why you're wrong. Mia, I don't know how to say her last name. I'm not, I'm not being like whatever her name is. I actually don't know how to say it. I think it's Mia Plesich, but unsure. Sorry if that's wrong. And she uploaded a story saying, why is it okay to be pro-choice about one human right, but not the other? The same people who are against freedom of choice with mandates are the same people who are screaming freedom of choice about abortions. It doesn't work like that. Freedom of choice, regardless of your narrative. First of all, babes, now I've said this a million times, I'm not going to go into the anti-vaccine again because it's just like a rabbit hole that I could talk for hours about. But like, let's remember, no one forced you to get vaccinated. No one forced you to. I'm sure you still aren't vaccinated. So you actually aren't being forced to be vaccinated. People who get pregnant in the US are now forced to carry to term. That is without a doubt. They are forced to carry to term. No one is forcing you to get vaccinated. Also, abortions aren't contagious. COVID is. And also you are being willfully, you're willfully misunderstanding the my body, my choice slogan. And you also all co-opted that. They're acting as though, oh, well, it means the same thing. No, it doesn't. You all co-opted it in 2020 and 2021 when the vaccine came out. And everyone who was fucking pro-choice back then was like, stop using our fucking slogan. Like, stop using it. No one agreed. It was ever the same thing. Like, oh, so now, oh, so now you are. No, people who are pro-choice have always used my body, my choice. You're the losers who couldn't think of a different fucking slogan, okay? Get creative. Get into a fucking brainstorming session, okay? Start brainstorming or something. I'm fucking sick of your shit. Then this man, David the Medium, first of all, babe, change your <laughs> username. David the Medium. As in like the psychic? He Maybe? reckons. Oh, Jesus, he reckons. Um... <laughs> Fuck me. David the medium. I'm seeing more opinions from Australians on domestic issues in the US than I ever saw about people in Melbourne or Australia in general when Victoria police were shooting rubber bullets at peaceful protesters last year or when government enforced mandates surrounding medical procedures were coming into play, for example. You want to have a public opinion on human rights? Post them all over your stories and look like a hero on social media? Then pick a lane. Okay, let's go through this. First of all, people DM me, but like, why do you care? It's in America, not Australia. Okay, um, 
empathy, number one. That's like, oh, I care about people who aren't me. That's crazy. Um, also, usually the US sets a precedent for how the rest of the world fucking operates. Thank fucking fuck cunts that we don't have fucking evangelical Scott Morrison anymore. I would be, if, if we said ScoMo, I would be de- like deeply concerned, deeply terrified, deeply concerned. But we've got Albo and we seem to go in the right direction, well, the left direction. <laughs> and I hope, <laughs> I don't think that it will affect Australia, but there is still a chance that it will change the way Australian abortion laws operate. That's number one. Second of all, it's interesting that the topic he's chosen to be outraged about isn't like, okay, guys, so you all care about US politics, but instead of being like, but you don't care about mass incarceration of First Nations people in this country, he hasn't chosen to speak about, you know, deaths in custody. He hasn't chosen to speak about anything that is actually about Australian specific issues. He just said back last year when you were all breaking your fucking lockdown laws. Oh, how dare they? How dare they tell us to get back inside? You are threatening the lives of others. You all being out in your silly little protest so that you could go to the shops again. I know it was hard, everyone. It was fucked. But most people were normal and stayed inside, weren't they? They were normal, unlike all of you. So it's interesting that he's decided to speak about the lockdowns last year rather than something that, like, is actually really fucked up about Australia's culture. Also, can I say, as a brown person, when I hear people say freedom and use it within this context about not being able to buy an egg from the grocery store when you actually have internet and it actually can work for the egg to appear on your doorstep, I feel insulted personally, okay? So, like, I live next to Gaza, the biggest prison in the world where people can't get medicine inside. Like, Mm. that's fucking freedom being taken away. Not fucking, I can't go to the store and fucking browse bikinis. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck. Because I still like. could go to Woolies. We were allowed yes. to go to Woolies. Guys, I, did, I went for a walk every day. Like, fuck. <laughs> like, yeah, it was awful and the financial strain and uh. But he's not talking about that. He's not talking about that at all. He's talking about the fact they couldn't leave their houses and the mandates. Babe, the mandate's there for a reason. These people, I don't know if it's like there's like something wrong with them or like, they like are willfully ignorant or if they're just a bit like silly. Anyway, so after resharing this, this Mia character, character, she then on her company, they upload a story that is a photo of, of I think, a protest in the 70s. It's a safe legal abortions, all women. That doesn't really align with what you said, does it, Mia? I mean... I mean, maybe you should post your real thoughts. But, yeah, I feel like there are protests this weekend to stand with the US and also just to remind politicians that we do want to keep our abortion rights. If you go to redflag.sa, that's an uh, Instagram account, we can put a link in the show notes. Sure, yeah. Because it's changing all the time. I don't want to say what they say here because they're changing every couple of days. I can't go to the one in Sydney because I'm filming. Sorry, everyone. I would be there if I could. Go there, show your support. Um, I mean, to be honest, have you looked at like the ABC? They've they've actually put down what the current abortion laws are in each state and territory. Ooh, and it's still actually quite scary. It's not like that incredible as well in Australia. Like, yes, everybody can get 
at abortion almost everywhere, but there's still that kind of legal perspective to it. That's not a health perspective. Like it's still not seen as a health thing, except in the ACT where they say no gestational rules and legislation. But in New South Wales, for example, I can tell you that up to 22 weeks of gestation, a doctor must provide information about counseling. And then after the 22, it's the decision of two specialist medical practitioners and then legal duties on practitioners who conscientiously object. So basically, you can also, in some states, overturn somebody if you don't believe in it in Australia. So it's still also not at that level of like, I don't know, some other countries that really have a great... Wait, because okay, so when I got my abortion, I'm really confused because I'm going to admit something. I'm going to admit that I don't know something here, which is like a big deal for me. But when I got my abortion, it like wasn't legal, but it also was. Yeah. So wow. I don't know, if maybe it was like not criminalized, but they were, I went to an abortion clinic in Queensland and there were dickheads protesting lemons. And look, abortion was decriminalized in Queensland in 2018, but I had my abortion like in March, 2018 before that happened. And I don't know, and I have known friends in high school that had abortions. So I don't know what the deal was back then, but currently- They say the decision sits with two medical practitioners. They need to decide whether an abortion is appropriate in all circumstances and must consider medical, physical, psychological, and social circumstances. That's the part for me that's like, well, really? It's a little bit subjective though. Like, what are these two medical practitioners talking about? Like if somebody, you know, like what is, what is appropriate means? What does that mean in that, in that case? You know, that's the part. It's still controlling. it is still controlling. I, I think so. Um, I mean, the, the the place that I went to just filled out a questionnaire and it was like, why don't you want it? And I was like, um, I just like, don't. And they were like, you're going to have to put a reason. And I was like. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like I was oh, like, wow. I don't know. And they're like, you have to like tick a reason. And I was like, I don't know. Like I'm fucking 23. Like, I don't know. Like I'm the like, person that got me pregnant is like cheating on me every fucking two weeks. Like. I can't believe there's bureaucracy involved in abortions. Yeah, and I was well. like, oh, I guess I'll just tick financial. Like, I, was like, <laughs> I was like, I guess I'll just tick whatever. Like, fuck, I don't know. Um, it was obviously much more traumatic at the time. I'm talking four years later now being like, lol. But, yeah, the different rules in the different states is very interesting. And it is interesting that it can't just be like, I want to have an abortion because I want to have an abortion and and that's it. That it has to be consulted by by two two doctors that's in new south wales and queensland and they also each state has a different leeway up to that decision making so new south wales is 22 weeks but for example in tasmania it's 16 weeks that's and after that yeah so yeah because a lot of these dickheads, um, mainly cis men um, online, are like, well, if you're not pregnant by six weeks, like, like you're a fucking idiot. It's like um, you don't even miss a period sometimes near six weeks. Like six weeks is a very short amount of fucking time. Like I put that photo of me and that was when I was six weeks pregnant. <laughs> and like I said, I only knew because I was so sick. If I wasn't sick, I would have been like running around the countryside until I was probably 14, 15 weeks. Also, this is my other fucking issue, is that in America, like, 
aren't they supposed to be a secular nation? That used to be the case. I don't think so anymore. This is like, this is like my Good Friday argument. Okay. I'm so sick. Like I'm so sick. Whether it's abortions or drinking on Good Friday. If you guys don't want to do it, then don't do it. Don't close the bottle shops (laughs) or the abortion clinics. Like, I don't give a shit if you don't want to have a fucking beer, but I'm not fucking eating a full meal with cutlery just so I can have one fucking stone and wood. Like, Jesus Christ, open up Jimmy Brings, open up the bottle shops. Why? Sorry, if any any other religion, if any other religion except for Christianity, I know Good Friday is a Catholic thing, guys, but I'm just saying the umbrella of Christianity, fuck. (laughs) Um, I can hear them already. It's actually not. If any other religion had such strongholds on law in America or in Australia, there would be a riot from the Christians. But in Judaism, do you hear about the Judaism thing? No. So abortions are actually necessary if it's going oh. to threaten the mother, mother's physical, mental, or I, I want to say financial, double check, but I think that's right. Any kind of well-being, if it's going to threaten her, it is necessary. So basically abortions are not only permitted by Judaism, but they're actually required. So these laws actually infringe upon Jewish beliefs. Yeah, wow. I did not know that. So wow. it's actually not protecting religious freedom. It's actually imposing upon Jewish beliefs. But no one cares about that. Do that because apparently it's a Christian nation, which should wait be till you Wait till you get like if Islam was the rule here to make things, you Didn't know, happen their way. I always, in Ramadan, in Ramadan, you can't have sex for 40 days. You can't drink for 40 days. You can't have food on the street in 40 days. So let's do it here. No, I'm joking, babe, guys. I Please, nobody imprison no, me. Every Good Friday, I say, can you imagine if 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 any other yeah. religion, like yeah. if any and the thing is like, like I respect you, Good Friday, as I respect your Ramadan. But I'm not Catholic. I went to Catholic school. Probably why I'm not Catholic, because I learned about it. <laughs> I mean, everyone that goes to Catholic school turns out an atheist, Jesus Christ. Because you learn about it and you go, hang on, a few holes here. There's a few holes is in this religion. I had a nun as my religion teacher. And I was like, sister, there's something wrong with everything you're saying. I love you. It's a bit <laughs> off centre. But I used to fight her in religion. I used to fucking fight her when I was in grade nine. I had a fight with her about sex worker rights in grade nine. Wow. I know because I was like, your time. I think I was such a Mary Magdalene. <laughs> 14 year old me um mean um oh my god but like and I was talking about I'm not I'm not a Muslim so I'm not gonna do Ramadan I'm not gonna do Good Friday but unfortunately Good Friday and why is it only Good Friday why is it the only one day that you sorry I get so angry about it every every fucking year the rage that I feel in my heart about fucking Good Friday and also open bottles on Christmas fucked actually fucked but Back to the abortion thing. Just because you guys don't have an abortions, that's fine. Even if you aren't, even if it isn't because of religious reasons, if you personally don't want an abortion, that's fine. But don't make me not have an abortion because you have your own personal beliefs. No one is forcing you to get an abortion, but you are forcing someone to carry a child to term, even if dangerous, if this law is enforced. So, yeah, that's my that's my answer. And remember, everyone, next Good Friday, remember to go to the bottle. Um, all right. 
Well, that's fucked. Um, probably talk more about it next week, to be honest. I'm sure something else will happen. I think Biden's trying to do some shit. But it's also kind of like, uh, they should have done that. Like, when Obama was president, they had the opportunity to make it permanent. And they didn't. So we'll see how that goes for them. All right. Love yous. Bye. Listener.